Hello, everyone, and welcome to HP Critical, the podcast for all your gaming news and reviews. I'm here with Toby this week, and we're going to be discussing a little bit about Nintendo and some of what's been going on within gaming in the past week. So, Toby, do you want to say hi to everybody? Hello. Um, I thought, sorry, sorry to just intro in, intro, intro. I just thought, uh, no, actually, no, never mind. Okay, I've just ruined it for no reason now. So sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I only said that because I feel like you haven't, I haven't had you in a podcast uh, since like the first one, I believe, the digital versus yeah. physical, right? I think that was, yeah, the first and only one so far. Yeah, it's been a while. So uh, welcome back. It's nice to have you back because I always love talking with you. Um, mm-hmm. And because I know that you love Nintendo so much, this one is uh, kind of centered around uh, Nintendo stuff. It's not our E3 predictions podcast for Nintendo, which is coming soon. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit about news that's been happening in Nintendo. Um, so first, I'll talk about some gaming news. Um, something that we saw recently was the reveal of, or the possible reveal of some Nintendo Switch Online NES games for this month. Uh, the Supposed upcoming titles include Donkey Kong Jr., Clue Clue Land, and Versus Excite Bike. So, I personally am not as invested as other people in the uh, NES online games for Switch. I actually don't really play them because I'm not an NES fan. I'm not a fan of like older games, period. Um, so I wanted to know what you thought about the ones coming, or at least what you would like to see uh, come to the NES Nintendo online service Switch game thing. Um, <laughs> game thing a lot of the a lot of the ones that i used to play um as a kid are actually on there i.e all the classic marios um mm-hmm. and double dragon um one thing they haven't put on there is the turtles game <laughs> which was so difficult <laughs> the turtles just, game yeah there was, that? A, there was a um Oh, Ninja Hero Turtles game. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Um, yeah, and used to be like, you could play as all four of them. Um, and you, it was like a top down game. And then you'd go into like the sewers and it'd be side scrolling. But I always used to play as Donatello because he was my favorite. But that was really good. Oh, a Ninja Turtle, Ninja Turtles game. Yeah. Ninja. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, hero turtles because ninja is you know new and uh not what they were originally called but yeah oh okay okay um so uh, in general actually i'll ask you since you did say that a lot of the titles are there how do you feel about um the nes games on the switch for um their service their subscription service um it's good it's good for like i have played it a bit i haven't played it like a hell of a lot because i've played a lot of the games to death and a lot of them are also part of the 3DS Ambassador program, which I played on the 3DS as well. So um, there's a lot more now scope, and it, I think it's a good idea. But um, I've played Star Tropics, which I'd never played before, so it was nice to be able to play that. And I actually finished that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a nice little service. It's a good little... I don't know if it's a good incentive for people... Like who aren't used to the old style of games, so I feel like there it would be nice to chuck in something else as an online service with it. So but, basically, for people like me who is not into those games, yeah, because I haven't people, touched any of them. Yeah, yeah. 
And of course, this is me, and I shouldn't compare it to, uh, you know, the PlayStation service and the Xbox service. Uh, but PlayStation's been kicking ass at the games that they've been giving. So mm-hmm. when I saw the lineup, I was like, eh. And then I was looking at some of the ones coming out, and I was like, eh. No, thank you. Um, so it would be nice. I agree. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think people naturally are going to compare it to PlayStation and Microsoft's um Okay, well, really quick then, how do you, and this is going a little off topic, but how do you feel about that? Because I was I was on Twitter earlier, and, you know, some people were saying we shouldn't compare them, obviously, because one is a $20 service, um, the other is a $60 service, and they're very different. And I agree, I do think that they're very different, but I also think that in the same vein, they're kind of the same thing. We're paying for um, online service, they're usually giving us the same thing, which is cloud saves, the ability to play with other people, etc. So, essentially, since we're getting the same thing, I feel like we should be able to compare them, but what do you think? Um, yeah, I pretty much look the same as you. I don't actually know the costs and pricings of PlayStation Plus and the Microsoft Games Pass thing that they have. um, Well, uh, Xbox Live and PSN are both $60 for the year. I forgot how much it is uh, per month. Oh, right, okay. Essentially, yeah, you are literally... I don't know why people are saying you shouldn't compare because you are literally paying for the same thing. You're paying for an online subscription service which is what the others provide. And whereas, I guess, PlayStation and Xbox give you current games or games that are a couple of years old, you're getting more this-gen games, which is, I guess, where people think it's unfair because with the Nintendo subscription, you're getting older games from, like, 20-odd years ago. But that's just a decision that they've made. So mm-hmm. if it was like, if they were giving you games that were current, maybe a couple years old, or from the Wii, or something from their back catalogue that wasn't from the NES and are a bit niche now, people wouldn't be being like, yeah, you can't compare the two. They'd be like, yeah, that's fine, compare them. (laughs) Exactly. Especially for 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't think just because it's cheaper or because it's a different quality of game that you would not be able to compare them. I think, yeah, that's a bit of a cop-out. Perfect. So I'm not wrong then, because I have been comparing them. Um, and I, I was, I, I still think that, huh? I was going to say, it's all just people's opinions at the end of the day, isn't it, I guess? People are going to, people are going to hate everywhere or not hate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I do think that um, it's okay to compare them. Um, and I I still compare them because I think that if we're all giving Nintendo $20 a year, I still have some issues with the way that they handle their online service. Uh, anyway, yeah, so games like Smash and Pokemon that's coming up, I think it's really... Uh, important that they figure out what they're going to do to try to fix some of the issues that have been going on, especially with, I don't know, obviously, because I'm not a developer, I don't work at Nintendo, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but trying to download Joker <laughs> during uh, when he came out for Smash, it was a disaster. Was it hideous? I didn't hear about any of that, but I haven't still got Joker, I've only played against him. Oh yeah, like literally the entire online service just shut down, it was really horrible, we couldn't get into the game, no one could get into the game, um, and it wasn't just affecting um, uh, Smash either, I had a friend who bought uh, Final Fantasy X on the same day, couldn't download the game to even play it because the servers were just completely down, like, I, I, mean, I, I don't oh know if God. it was just because everyone was trying to get on at the same time, I'm not sure, Nintendo even you know made a tweet about the fact that they knew the servers were destroyed i couldn't play smash at all that night um couldn't do the update it was it was really horrible and i was like if this happened anywhere else it would be a really big deal um Mm. but you know we accept things from nintendo because we love them yeah well 
I guess we shouldn't in some respects. You definitely should get a better online service for when, now that we're paying for it, there is an aspect of... Exactly. You can kick their butts into gear with online because they're always two steps behind with that. But I think, I mean, general playing terms like Splat and Smash and Mario Kart and stuff, I haven't had any problems with lag or like... Oh, my lag and Smash is horrible sometimes. It's a silly thing to say in this day and age as well, lag. Um... Yeah, no, I can't. I haven't had that much. I did in the beginning with Smash, but never that much anymore. Yeah, I had with Smash too. It's better, I, I, and a little bit with Mario Kart. Um, never really with Splatoon. Um, but it's it's getting better. I just wish that now that I'm giving them twenty dollars a year, <laughs> that it would yeah, you know you would eliminate that completely. Because really, it's just been to me. It's really just been the same performance that I had before I was paying them. So mm-hmm. yeah, but. <clears throat> enough of me talking shit about their online service because obviously I'm still using it <clears throat> and I'm going to be using it when Pokemon comes out and when Animal Crossing comes out and I'm going to continue to use it when Smash uh, has more character DLC so I'm going to stop complaining now and <laughs> move on and talk about some of the eShop releases for May so I know we looked over the list a little bit um, and I was going to ask what are some of the upcoming releases for Nintendo eShop that you are personally interested in so there's the Poyo Poyo Champions that comes out um, next week. Uh, that one, I've never played the original because I know there was one that came out kind of when the Switch came out or not long after. Yeah, it sounds familiar. But that looks fun and it looks fun to play as multiplayer. And I've heard good things from various people. Um, and then Saints Row, I'm sort of interested in, in that. I've never played a Saints Row game. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see what that's like. Although I probably won't get it in May or any time at the moment, but <laughs> definitely one that I will keep my eye on. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's that much out um, in May that I'm massively looking forward to, other than those two. Um, there's probably loads of indie ones that I'll look at though, because whenever I go on the eShop, I'm I'm constantly seeing stuff that I don't know is coming out and then oh hello (laughs) okay well I'm gonna go off the topic a little bit again and ask you something about the eShop then um and indie titles do you feel that it's uh kind of how do you feel like Nintendo's handling it do you feel like it's a bit overcrowded at the moment um hard to search through or do you think it's fine the way it is no, it's definitely not fun the way it is. It's like the biggest gripe of every Switch fan. Um, I think Switch owner even. They definitely have needed to sort it out since like day one. I mean, it's been like two and a half years nearly and they still haven't managed to like get any kind of proper filtering system or way of ordering them. It's horrible how everything's just stacked up. Because, I mean, I use the watch list, like, regularly. I'm always putting stuff on my watch list, because otherwise you'll just lose everything. But they are pretty much overrun with just so much stuff on there. Yeah, there are a lot, like, a lot of indie titles. Or you know um, that something's coming out. You really are just going to lose track of things, which I guess would affect um, sales for the earlier games. But then a lot of them, they have so much on sale at once. I, I always look at that tab as well, the offers tab. And then they seem to, they've, they've developed this nifty little thing now where they send, I don't know if they do 
your side of the world. I'm presuming they do, but Nintendo UK have been sending out sneaky little emails when something <laughs> what list is on sale. They just moldy want to buy it. So um, they didn't used to do that. They only started that recently. So it's quite a good little um, marketing trick they got there. So even when you aren't regularly looking at your watch list, you sometimes get a little reminder to say, oh, this is on sale. Thought you might like this one. Um, but yeah, they definitely need to sort something out in terms of, I don't know if they ever will though, to be fair, because I feel like everyone's been saying this for ages and they still haven't done anything. <laughs> it's true. But I don't even know how they would. I mean, there's so many games at this point. Yeah. So many games. You can search, I guess, and like you can, in the search function, you can select different genres and the discover tab is quite handy because that's got different monthly highlights and then stuff that's an offer, stuff that's upcoming. And it's better than it was, but I still think it could do with some work. It's a bit bland as well, the general outlook of it. It's pretty, it's just like orange and white. There's no pizzazz. I think the the layout of the Wii U eShop looks a lot nicer. I'm still waiting for themes on my uh, Switch so that I can do something more than just black and white. I mean, even give me like the 3DS theme thing package that we had. um, Those were wonderful. And stuff. Yeah, those themes were wonderful. I'd love to just take them on to my Switch um, in the background. Uh, But uh, some games that I'm looking forward to uh, from this may are um resident evil 4 resident evil resident evil 0 and team sonic racing because i just finished resident evil 2 for the first time is it Mm -hmm. 2 um and that was my first like full resident evil playthrough of a game not too bad so i figured if i can do that i can do anything yeah um actually i forgot about the resi games yeah uh resident evil 4 is definitely on there but i won't probably be buying it I mean, same, like, not not anytime soon. I have a bunch of other games that I need to be playing anyway. Uh, so, moving on, there's a Nintendo newsletter that suggested that Cadence of Hyrule will be released this month. Uh, for those who don't remember, Cadence of Hyrule was announced uh, back at their indie showcase in March. Um, it was revealed during the Nindie Direct, and it is by Spike Chunsoft and Brace Yourself to Games, and it is a uh, sequel. I don't know if it's a sequel, more of a spin-off. There we go, that's the word I was looking for, spin-off. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it is a spin-off of Crypt of the Necker Dancer, which is an original rhythm combat title. So, the newsletter suggested that that game is going to be coming this month, and I was a little skeptical at that, since we just literally got it announced uh, two months ago, and it looked like like it had a bunch of stuff going on within it and it was listed for spring 2019 but i know that you said that's probably not surprising so what do you think about it coming out this month yeah i don't think it would be too surprising if it did if it did come out this month i feel like it'd be the end of the month like the last week (laughs) um because they love chucking in a release right at the end like a nice good release not that they're all rubbish but you know what i mean yeah i'm kind of i'm looking forward to it but I don't. I've never played the original, so I really don't understand how the uh, combat, uh, dungeon crawling, and rhythm come into play together. I'm obviously just excited for this, being the massive Zelda fan that I am, because it's Zelda inspired and got all the characters and all that jazz. So, well, what did you think about that too? Because when I was watching the Nendies, I was like, oh, there's this game that I probably would never play that now has <laughs> Link and Zelda. 
okay. Yeah. It was, you know, it wasn't like exciting to me. It was surprising to me. But then again, I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan when it comes to that specific franchise. So was mm-hmm. that, well, I guess I know that, yes, it was enough to pull you in to play this game. But would you yeah. have played the game without Zelda um, and Link in it? Um, I don't know. I don't think, no, probably not because I haven't played the game the other one and that's not got Zelda and Link in it I've always it's not on my watch list I have seen it and I've heard good things but I always just look at it and there's something about it that stops me from getting it and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's just because I don't understand the concept of it or I don't know something stops me taking the leap but I know I've heard like good things about it in general I guess it's the same it was the same with Hyrule Warriors to be fair when that came out if it was a standard Warriors game I wouldn't have looked twice, but the fact that it was Zelda and Warriors combined, I was like all over it. So basically anything that's Zelda related, um, I'm instantly um, going to get. Was it the same for you with Starlink then? Mm-hmm. But I did wait for Starlink. I have got I've got Starlink, but um, I waited till it was a bit cheaper and then got it. Um, which I was really glad about because that was awesome. But it's very, I find it quite an underrated little gem for the Switch. Cool, because I know some people were not too thrilled with it. So that's it's good to hear some positive uh, talk about uh, that game, Starlink. But yeah, so I, I, I personally, I'm kind of interested. I had actually never heard of Crypt of the ne- Necrodancer before the preview. And then I saw Lincoln Zelda in it and I thought, oh my gosh, they're super cute. So I was like, yeah, you know, this might be one that I look at and pick up uh, in the future. But I think it's so interesting that Nintendo teamed up with uh, the studio to be able to bring some of their most iconic characters into such a game. And it's it's definitely gotten hugely more popular after the Nindies. And um, it'll be interesting to see how many people are now interested in it just because of Link and Zelda. And that's just the power of Nintendo mascots. It's ridiculous. I think it will do well, yeah, to be fair. Because it is quite a big step for them to allow their beloved characters into such a niche little small indie game. Because they don't do that very often. With mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time some like Zelda's obviously one of their biggest franchises and yeah. it is quite a good sign to see them mixing with the smaller indie developers and stuff. Do you think that if this one does really well, it'll um, open the door for other titles? Because, uh, like, you know, Mario is not so surprising. So, you know, when you get something like Mario and Rabbids, it's like, you know, that's yeah. not something I'd pair together. But, I mean, he's been a little bit of everywhere. On yeah, on your phone. He's everywhere now. Exactly. <laughs> um, but then to see, you know, Link and Zelda in this form, in this new art style as well, I thought was just yeah. really interesting. So do you think this will possibly lead to other things? in the future could do could do yeah or potentially sequels with more zelda inspired gaming of the same vein i'm just excited because i want to see how these iconic characters take on the art style of like other uh, franchises and genres like some of them are just not good like rabbits peach is uh, hilarious but also disgusting uh so sometimes it's like (laughs) sometimes it's just really funny um but they're just super cute in here but speaking of nintendo allowing their franchises to flourish elsewhere we have next week pokemon detective pikachu coming out and obviously i am super excited (laughs) because i'm such a huge pokemon fan (laughs) i'm so happy people have been 
talking about how this movie takes takes uh, the um, video game movie curse and breaks it, which, I mean, I think the Warcraft movie did that, but that's just me. Um, so we've got some really good reviews coming out about this movie, and I'm super-duper excited for it. I've watched every trailer there is. I think it's going to be hilarious. I am a Ryan Reynolds fan, and I'm a huge Pokemon fan, so I can't wait to see it. Definitely going um, the night that it's released. What are your thoughts on it, based on just what you've seen so far? Um, it looks, yeah, it looks awesome. I love, I really like the look of the Pokemon. I love <laughs> I the textures and the they look so fluffy. Um, <laughs> they do look fluffy. I just want to, I just want to pick Pikachu up and give him a big cuddle. Yeah, I think it looks really good. I am quietly excited because I don't want to get too excited in case I build my hopes up and then it's not as good as I think. But Damn. like you said, it has had. It seems to be having a positive reception, but I haven't, I'm purposely not really reading any or watching any video reviews that have kind of come out, the few that I've seen on Twitter and stuff. I don't, I don't, I just want to go in with an unbiased opinion and make my own mind in that sense for this one. So I definitely should have done that and I totally didn't. I've watched everything. Really? (laughs) Yes, everything that's come out. I'm like, give it to me, give it to me. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I want to just go in fresh, but, um, yeah, I don't like Ryan Reynolds. Um, I like him. No. I can, I can look at his face. That's fine for me. But he's just, oh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't always like, I was really not happy with the choice of him being Aww. the voice of Pikachu. But having seen so many trailers and little um, tidbits and promos they've done, his voice as Pikachu has grown on me. So I think I'll just, I'll learn to adjust to the fact that he is, detective pikachu and it won't be an issue so it'll be fine but yeah i'm quite i'm excited as well i'm looking forward to it i know that some people had um issues with obviously pikachu's voice one of the biggest ones they're like eh, this is not like pikachu but i mean i i saw it and i just thought um yeah i'll take it <laughs> like it, okay. it works for me um i think for me personally it was some of the looks of some of the pokemon that kind of just threw me off a little bit they kind of I, I remember I saw Jigglypuff for the first time and I was like oh she looks like a disgusting gremlin I don't like this at all this yeah, looks Jigglypuff really bad looks right as well Jigglypuff was the one because she she looked too furry to me I didn't think she'd be furry it was just like a big fur ball with a creepy face on it and I was like oh no like this is so bad um I also didn't like the look of Flareon which you know I know a lot of people liked but I did not and then I saw Evie and I was like oh that is not my fluffy, cute Eevee. I don't like its face. Like, I have some issues with a lot of the Pokemon. But mm. Pikachu is just adorable. And then some of them actually look really good. Like, I think we got a shot of Pidgeotto recently and a Tauros. And um, Pancham is adorable as fuck. <laughs> and uh, Pancham. Pancham and Pangoro. I like the And Bulbasaur. Say it again. What? They're the pandas, Pancham. Yes, yes. They're adorable. Yeah. Um, Bulbasaur is just, just super, super cute. Like, they're just, some of them, I'm just like, oh, this is, you know, a magical, magical experience. Um, yeah. I think what I'm most excited for is to see just the, the, the way that the movie creates this living, breathing world full of Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. That's what, that is what is exciting, I think, for the Pokemon fans around the globe, because it is literally like the first live action Pokemon film. And it's really weird that it's taken this long to make, firstly. And secondly, that out of all of the Pokemon things that have come out, they've based it on a spin off that barely anyone has played, Detective <laughs> Pete. 
to. Everyone thinks probably like, oh my god, this is just a random Pokemon game, uh, Pokemon film that has no relevance to anything. But it's like, I don't think Detective Pikachu did massively well over here. I don't know about America and the rest of the world. I presume it probably got eaten up in Japan, to be fair. But I, I don't know many people that have even played it apart from like you guys. Yeah, um, you know, I I think actually that it was a really smart decision to base it on something like um, Detective Pikachu because if you do something like the movie, there are already there've already been excuse my language, but a shit ton of Pokemon films. Um, and we kind of already know what to expect. And that can definitely, in my opinion, obviously, take some of the audience away from the film. So let's say that they decided to base it on, you know, Ash or Red or someone from the anime. This now mm-hmm. has become, instead of just a film for people who've, um, for everyone, it's now become a film for people who've seen the anime or a film for people who've played the game, if that makes sense. Basing it on something such as, you know, Detective Pikachu, it's like, okay, everybody knows Pikachu. Pikachu's a detective uh, this might not be a like you said like they might not know that it's a game but then that kind of brings in um the viewpoint of it being not just for fans if that makes sense yeah no i get what you mean yeah i can see that and i guess if they did it on something that was more well known and loved there'd be a lot of a there is a big expectation but i think there'd be more of an expectation exactly like okay you know who who are they going to cast as ash who are they going to cast as misty who are they going to cast as brock how faithful are they going to be to the anime how faithful are they going to be to the manga how faithful are they going to be to the video games is this going to be exactly like the movie we've already seen before you know there are a bunch of things that come with that so i'm actually really excited that they decided to take um detective pikachu um as the premise because then it allows for the audience to be a part of especially if you haven't played the game since you know like we said a lot of people probably haven't you've already got the, the plot set up as a mystery film um you've mm-hmm. got intrigue you've got emotion empathy like you've got the 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 gamut of uh feelings in this in this movie um and it's led by a talking pikachu that's adorable <laughs> like it can't go wrong i know yeah i think that's why i was was less surprised as well by the voice i, I didn't like the choice of voice from the first instance but it didn't surprise me that they picked someone who was completely not how Pikachu you'd expect to sound because that's exactly the same as the game. He doesn't sound, he is like a tough talking, weird, deep voiced Pikachu. No, that is not your voice. Why, why, why is that? (laughs) (laughs) And another thing that I really enjoy is when the movies decide to take on a separate, a separate storyline from being a Pokemon trainer. And by that, I mean this, we know that justice Smith, who's uh, the character is, uh, well, the guy who plays the character, whose name I can't remember right now, he is, you know, he was an aspiring Pokemon trainer and that didn't work out for him. And now he has to live his life as normal. And I love those type of stories because I do think that they take us in a new direction, especially for that hits for people who are younger and older. Cause you know, we've all passed, that age of going outside and being a Pokemon trainer, what is it, like 10 or 11 or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Like, we've, we're all past that age now. So we, we've we lost that opportunity to go out and be a Pokemon trainer. So what happens to us then? Um, and I, I, that's one of the things I really love about Pokemon, the Pokemon movie, The Power of Us, because it also d- explores that um, with one of the characters who, she's, like, super old, and she's never caught a Pokemon before, and then everyone's like, what? And, like, this guy, you know, th- that dream didn't work out for him. So I think it's, it's really cool to look at um, the movie in that uh, sort of form and give us 
that type of story, uh, especially yeah. since it does relate to a lot of our own experiences, because obviously Pokemon are not real, and, you know, once you pass that, you know, age of, oh my god, this is, you know, the the big thing right now, you move on to a nostalgia thing, and either you're still a fan or you're not, and this kind of, I think this plot will definitely, and this character will definitely be very relatable to a lot of people. So I'm super yeah. excited for it. Um, I'm, I'm like analyzing a movie I have not seen yet. <laughs> That's how excited I am for this movie. Uh, but there was recently, uh, speaking of animated films, there was recently another little little guy out there. We finally got the trailer for Sonic, the Sonic movie. And, um, you know, people have been comparing it to uh, Pikachu. There's actually an article on our site written by Marissa where she compares Pikachu versus uh, Sonic and the difference between them and, you know, the labor of love that is evident in uh, Pokemon and, you know, the Sonic that we got. And I know you have opinions about Sonic, so what did you think of that one? Yeah, I'm not a huge... I've never been a massive Sonic fan. I'm quite a casual Sonic fan. Um, But even that, with saying that, yeah, he just looks hideous. He looks disgusting. <laughs> Jim Carrey as Robotnik or Eggman, whatever the hell you want to call him, um, just it just it is literally just like Jim Jim Carrey didn't even in the short clip they showed. I got no vibes of him being Robotnik. I'm going to stick with Robotnik really? because that, that automatically feel yeah yeah. I literally got nothing. I didn't even feel like he embodied the character. I didn't feel like. The only bit was literally the very end where you saw the the big old twiddly moustache. Before that, I was like, "No, you're just like a weird villain that has no relation to Sonic." It didn't even, actually it didn't even seem like a villain. It just it was just it was just I didn't even like the script. Like the jokes seemed corny and like not even funny. And yeah, just no. The the literally the best bit for me was the rings around the Paramount. <laughs> that was it. I like the ring. That was a nice little touch, but that was it. I thought, you know, I thought the ring was just really weird. I was like, what? This big ass, like, you just throwing around this big ass ring out of nowhere. This is so crazy. I did not hate the movie as much as everyone else did, actually. I think that um, the movie didn't take itself seriously, especially with the song choice in the trailer. So I was like, yeah, okay, this is going to definitely be something that's meant to be funny and fun. Um, I did. I still do think that Sonic looked really weird. I can't take that back. He looked creepy is all get out like i was like uh this is this is not the way to do it um his moldy long legs his moldy teeth yeah. <laughs> especially compared to pikachu which just came out like you, if you're gonna do uh, any type of movie that's gonna this is like it's, to me this is like a battleborn battleborn versus overwatch you can't put a movie out that's gonna be compared to another film knowing how big pikachu is knowing how adorable he is and knowing how hype everyone is for this and then you take a another classic uh classic uh, iconic character such as sonic and y- people are obviously going to compare them and sonic just looks creep like the entire time i was just like oh he looks so bad but it was also really funny and i love jim carrey i thought this was like quintessential old jim carrey who's gonna make me laugh yeah it was that's that's what uh, it was like his normal zany wacky character but it didn't fit robotnik that's what i felt it didn't fit like how he was supposed to be that villain i don't know i mean i i I don't i don't really know how robotnik would be like well i don't know how anyone would embody robotnik 
really, other than just being weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> weird. Like too much of like, yeah, like verbal or um, much of a personality in the games. I mean, so it's not like I don't know. There's just something that didn't sit right with me. I, I just so okay. Well, that aside, we we already know that they're actually going to change. Um, Everything, <laughs> pretty much. We do the whole film because everyone hates him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we found out that they're literally going to redo uh, Sonic's design, and I feel two ways about this. About the redesign, yeah, fine. Um, I'm, I, to be honest, I don't really know. Um, I think I'm, I would watch the film either way, but depending on how he gets redesigned, anyway, it's um. It was a bit of a random... I was quite surprised when they said that, to be fair. Just to... to Because they're surely going to have to redo, like, the whole film, like, all their work. Because all the the CGI stuff, like, it's going to affect everything, isn't it? So the way Sonic looks, it's not just going to be like, let's just quickly delete this bit and rub that out. Like, I don't know, I was surprised when I heard they were redoing his design. Because you would have thought... This is something you would have gone into before you started doing the film. Like, surely, I don't know how they designed the Sonic they did and thought he looks okay. Yeah, he looks literally like the Sonic that everyone wants to see with his lanky legs and his disgusting teeth. Yeah, that is definitely the one we all want to see. And then they decide to release a long trailer and be like, oh, okay, no, now we've heard everyone hates it. We're going to do it again. It's just a weird, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's fine. I, um, you know, so I was talking to Marissa about this a little bit, um, as well, and she was, I, I'm pretty sure it was her who was saying, you know, uh, they most likely have, so there, there have been a few different, uh, sayings going around about the situation, because I, at first, too, was just very shocked that they said that they would be committed to redoing it for the fans, um, and so one of the things was that, you know, this could have been something that people have been talking about, you know, designers and developers have been talking about for a while, and, um, there are people who have just been saying no, 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 and then fan reaction is just like, okay, yeah, um, which leads us to believe that possibly they're going to have, they've already have a backup, maybe, just in case this happened, or they could have put this trailer out just to see fan reaction, and then if there was backlash, they already have, like, preparation for being able to um, go back and redesign the, the film. Either way, it's such a, it puts us in such a weird situation because recently there was the whole debacle of the Sekiro games and how they should be easy. And then people were like, no, you should respect the director's, uh, and the game creator and developer's decision. And then Sonic comes out and everyone's like, no, this is not Sonic at all. You need to change this. Um, so it is, it was such a, it's such a weird situation to be in for someone to put out a trailer, have a movie coming and then just completely take it back. Uh, because everyone's just like, no, this is not, like this isn't it um so i i I do feel bad for everyone who has to go in and work on this movie all over again um because if i'm not mistaken it's going to come out in november yeah apparently but is that still gonna happen with the whole so this was another situation that we were that um was brought up the fact that recently in the gaming community we've been talking a lot about crunch times and overworking artists etc and this is probably going to be another prime example of a studio that's overworking their designers to try to get them to fit in a time period uh, of release 
So if it is going to come out in November. Very true. Yeah. So if it is going to come out in November, I mean, that's a bunch. If they don't already have assets and, and like are already ready for replacing Sonic in every scene of this movie, that's I'm sorry. That's a lot of people that are going to have to go back and do a lot of work to make people happy. And I mean, at this point, there's not really much they can do, because if they don't, the film's going to bomb. And that's a lot of money to throw in the trash. Either way, though, they're going to have lost out on money because the amount of work they're having to put in it to redo it. Mm-hmm. That's also true. I mean, you just... It's, it's so strange. It's mm, such a strange it, situation. It could have been a big publicity stunt, like people said, to be fair, just to, like you said, test the waters. But, or maybe they always knew that they were going to change it, and they just did it to get the attention. More. In which case, I mean, you won. It happened. If that's what you wanted to do, it definitely worked. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it still kind of hurts the film because once again, Pikachu's adorable. And I've just seen, if you Google it, literally, you will just see Pikachu next to Sonic. Or you Google a movie and you will see Detective Pikachu coming up. Um, so I don't know if this uh, even how much it helped Sonic, but I, it definitely boosted uh, Pokemon, because I thought P, uh, Jigglypuff looked like a weird gremlin, and then I saw Sonic, and I was like, well, at least she's not like that. I can handle this. <laughs> so, like... And you know what they don't... Pikachu with a little coffee cup, taking his little sip of coffee, like, it just can't even beat it. And can we talk about the marketing for that movie? It has been so good. I know you haven't seen everything, but the, the, just the song choices have been, uh, on the Pokemon Detective Pikachu trailer, the song choices have been perfect. Um, we got a little bit of the Pokemon theme song reworked for one of them, but then you get like uh, like so many classic songs that just fit so well with the theme and the, the fun of what uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, we got tweets about uh, uh, Pokemon, uh, Pikachu, excuse me, Pikachu and his coffee quips, and it's just like, this is going to be amazing! And all we got from Sonic was, I don't know, what did we get? Like, Uncanny Valley weirdness, and James Marsden, uh, and Jim Carrey. Yeah. I love James Marsden as well. Shame on him. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on him. Well, I mean... Uh-huh. It all depends on what Sonic looks like uh, after this is over, what he comes out looking like. Mm. Anyway, um, so do you have any final thoughts about any of this before we wrap up? Yes, I do. Um, so the good thing as well, just to sneak it back to Detective Pikachu. Yes. Uh, in London, over here in the UK, um, they had a pop-up cafe, which was <gasps> You literally- guys got that? Yeah, we got like a big pop-up cafe where it was just literally all, it had like, Detective Pikachu themed um, drinks, like all the the whole cafe was obviously Detective Pikachu themed, and they had like little plushies. My friend went and sent pictures, so I didn't get to go, but I was like, oh my god, that is amazing! Like the fact that they've managed to have a pop up cafe based on this film alone makes it feel a little bit more special. I saw so many pictures of people going to them, and I saw the Pika Pika coffee and the the drinks, and I was like, oh my god, I want to be there so badly. I had no idea you guys had one. Uh, It's just, man, marketing is on point for Pokemon Detective Pikachu, and it just all makes me so excited. I drank three cups of coffee yesterday trying to be Pikachu. I am just, I am, I'm fully committed I want to see this damn movie. <laughs> like, I'm so ready. Anyway, um, is, is, is that? did you have anything else? No, that was it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for coming to talk to me, Toby. Thanks for um, podcasting with me today. Um, 
Hey, always a pleasure. Always, I can't wait until we do our, our Nintendo prediction podcast because uh, E3's mm-hmm. in what, like 40, 50 days? I don't know how many days it is, but I know it's coming well, soon. But it comes quicker every year. <laughs> yes. And without Sony there, it's going to be a big show for Nintendo and Microsoft. And so we're going to talk all things Nintendo. Um, so I'm super excited for that one. So everybody stay tuned and we'll see you later. Bye, everyone. Bye.